Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Oh, there we are. It's it's noon on Monday, March 7th, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your... Uh, hosts zach and ray do you listen to the podcast have you ever listened to our podcast because you would know no, james why would, why james has to pull his freaking hair out try to find the moment that you're not talking right before we go live to start the audio record you, thanks thank you to you, everyone uh, who listens I, to our I, podcast may I say one thing no, we're doing. We're jumping right into the show. Get, I'm directed. You take, you take, I'm directed. Gas good, prices. You take the good with the bad. Gas buddy. prices. You get the whole package, whether you like it or not. Gas prices. Yeah, what about it? I got gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> gas prices. They're high, man. They well, you know, they're particularly high in California. They're high nationwide. Prices have jumped up significantly the price of oil on the commodities markets has also gone sky remember when you could buy a a, a a barrel of oil and they'd pay you for it yeah that was that was a couple of years ago i remember that hey yep. we'll give you a couple of bucks if you just fill a tanker and take it off our hands all right so here you go a year ago regular gas was two dollars and 76 cents nationwide that was the national average yep yes currently yes then four dollars and six cents all right so here's yeah. the deal rounded yeah. up four dollars and seven cents yeah Here's the deal. What's going on internationally is causing all sorts of issues with the international supply chains for oil. You've got, obviously, the, the sanctions and the push to get rid of Russian oil, and that's led to this concern in the market that oil prices are going to continue to go high because there won't be enough supply, which has led to gas prices going up. Now, I want to have two parallel conversations here. Maybe we can sequence them. We can do one and then the other. But the two things I want to talk about, that are the last time you saw gas prices go sky high, what happened to car prices and what happened to consumer demand, the other piece of the puzzle I want to talk about a little bit today is how does this also play into the EV, the push to EV? Is this going to be a little bit more of the winds of change? Hey, gas prices are high. Your cost of ownership's going up. You know, my my Ford Model E, excuse me, my Ford Mach-E, slip of the tongue, my Ford Mach-E, I, you know, it costs 10 bucks for me to fill up each night. Like those are the two conversations where, I'd like where, to have. Where do you want to start? Probably here at the Speedway. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa! Hey, is this a full service gas station? I mean, are they gonna are they gonna clean my windshield? And... Let's start with your experience when gas prices went high in the past. Yeah, in the uh, in the early teens of this of this year and of everyone this, uh, in century. Yeah, yes, and everyone in the chat. Yeah, let us know what gas prices are in your uh, your neck of the woods. So we've got uh, four dollars essentially in Virginia. Where was it here? Uh, wow. Five seventy nine a gallon for regular, six oh nine for premium in California. That's from Justice. Yeah, but I believe the premium comes with a fine bottle of Napa wine. <laughs> Tucson, Arizona, three ninety three a gallon. So let us know in the chat what it is. But pops, your your prior experience with sky high gas prices, what was it? Um, it was it was back in the early teens. Um, everybody and their brother was trying to trade out of their gas guzzling uh, big vehicles whether they be pickup trucks or suvs um and and they were all trying to get into more fuel efficient cars um at the at the mini store i mean we were we were selling close to 100 new minis a month yep um until well we only had about 14 left in stock wow 
um, and which was probably about 10 more in stock than they have today, perhaps. Um, <laughs> And and people were just taking it in the shorts to get rid of their gas guzzlers. By people, you mean consumers, car consumers, yeah. the people that that owned those those uh, big SUVs and big pickup trucks that were getting fifteen miles to the gallon. Um, they 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 were willing to take whatever they could get. Yeah, because the market conditions were so bad for those vehicles. Uh, the only way a dealer would trade one is. Uh, realistically if it was uh, if they were basically stealing it so they could make it appealing to the next person for them to say well you know gosh i'm buying it like ten thousand dollars below market i i guess i can afford to fill it with gas occasionally wow um and so, so you you really experienced like intimately the impact of high gas prices because you were at a mini store yeah the mini dealership the whole mo of that is hey it's fuel efficient it's fun to drive yeah. you weren't selling you know the it would be interesting to talk to someone like maybe the Chevy dude or someone yeah. like that or Dave B sells Chevy. It'd be really interesting to talk to them about their experience during this exact time. Were people coming in and buying Silverado pickup trucks? Heavy no, they were they trucks? were they were trying to trade out of their Silverados and their and their uh, Suburbans and their Denali's and their and their Yukons and and all those big monoliths and 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 they they would have been going into whatever uh, Chevrolet had at that time that was a, a more fuel efficient vehicle. Maybe it was a Malibu yeah. or, or a spark or, um, you know, something that they don't even build today because, well, gas prices have been stable for so long that manufacturers have gotten away from building really fuel efficient, smaller vehicles because people didn't want them because with cheap gas, people didn't care that their SUV might have only gotten 15 to 18 miles of the gallon around town. They didn't care. Yeah, why would you? But, you know, if it's $6 a gallon and, and you've got a 20-gallon tank, you know, suddenly you care. Suddenly, it, it, you know, it makes it makes a big difference in your monthly budget when if, if you have to fill up that gas tank once or twice a week. Um you know, if, if if gas is suddenly three times what it was, that impacts your monthly budget. And that will cause people to think about trading out of those type of vehicles and getting into your more fuel efficient vehicles. We've got from Igor here in the chat, the days of stealing gas guzzlers are here and now. Yeah, yeah they should be back. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very interested to see, especially over the next two or three weeks, the black book segmentation of used wholesale used car values. What's going to happen in those full size pickups and vans? There and is like that? there is going to be um, shock amongst consumers when they go to fill up their their gas tanks, um, and it's just, I, I mean, you know, I filled the mini up a couple of weeks ago here in Bethesda, yeah. And it was fifty bucks. Yep, it's a mini. It has a, it has, I think, a twelve-gallon tank. Yeah, and it was fifty bucks. So that that gives you some idea. Um, you know, thankfully, I don't drive much, and that fifty dollars worth of gasoline will last me a month or more. Um, but but think about someone who's frequently on the road commuting. Back. We're in an era right now where people are going back to the office. Like, okay, this is the the other part of the story. Yes. The push to EV, this feels like it's almost going to push us over the edge. Like if you're in the market to buy a car and you're going to look at your total cost to ownership, how can you look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, you know what? My insurance my insurance costs, the car payment's this. Yes. Holy cow. That's really expensive because I couldn't negotiate too well, much under MSRP. Well, the average new car payment today is 650 a month. Great. I get 650 a month for yeah. my car payment. Yeah. Let me tack on an extra 
hundred dollars a month for my auto insurance. Well, I, I don't know. I'm a single guy. I pay one hundred twenty five dollars a month. For and you're insurance. seventy, and you live either at the shore or here. It's very safe areas. Okay, so let's say one fifty. We're up to eight hundred dollars. Yeah. For a month, just between yeah. your insurance. Yeah. And your car note. Yeah. Okay, now let me tack on the fact that uh, let's say I fill up three times as much well, as you. Well, let's say you're an average driver. Right. And an average driver in America today drives 15,000 miles a year. Maybe a little less, but we're moving okay, back towards it, people commuting. Call it 12,000 miles a yeah. year. Okay. And if the average combined gas mileage is is uh, uh, 20 miles of the gallon combined city and highway, um, you know, what, what, what does that work out to divided by 12,000? So you're saying 12,000 divided by 20? I think so. Isn't that what it would be? 12,000 divided by, that's 600 gallons of gas. Okay. Times call it $5 a gallon. Because you live in that, California? That's about $3,000. One second. $30,000. No. 600, 600, $3,000. Yeah. Nobody's paying thirty thousand for gas if they are. So three thousand dollars in gas divided by twelve months. It's actually two hundred and fifty dollars a month. Yeah, we're up to a thousand and fifty dollars a month. And you're so what I'm saying uh, here. And, and your car hasn't depreciated yet, and you haven't had to pay anything for maintenance yet. So this is where I come back around to: Is this going to be that push over the edge for a lot of consumers? We do we do interviews with people who are not part of the YA community. There's this website it's called like user testing or user interviews. People on my team. Thank you, Catherine. She does this, okay? And I watch the recordings. Every single recording, people are talking about EVs, and they are A, curious, and yeah. B, confused. By the curious yellow, <laughs> you wouldn't even understand that reference. But there was a movie in my day, and it was called Curious Yellow. I wonder, Dad. Yeah. I wonder if what's going on with gas prices plus... If you watched the State of the Union last week, obviously our Which president— I did not because uh, that's usually uh, handled by politicians. I don't like to listen to politicians. That's A-OK, -okay, but our yeah. president talked about the, the a desire to have EV tax credits. That's not newsworthy. He's been saying that for a long time. Just mm -hmm. don't look at the U.S. Postal Service fleet. That's a different story. Yeah. But, but Joe Manchin came out afterwards and talked to reporters and said, you know what? I want EV tax credits as well. So I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself— are we on the precipice of the push over the edge? Because like you were saying before, people are going to want to get out of their gas guzzlers and they're going to be faced with, wow, that Ionic 5 looks pretty cool. That EV6 looks pretty cool. That Tesla looks pretty cool. What do you think? Yeah, then they're going to be faced with the dilemma. Well, you know, as cool as that uh, Ionic is, where, where am I charging it? Okay. Um, if I if I need to go, uh, go visit Aunt B yeah. in Elgin, Illinois, and I live in Bethesda, Maryland, um, you know, how much extra time does it add to the trip trying to charge that thing when it says it's time to get a charge? Yeah. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of factors. The infrastructure is not there to handle a giant influx of electric vehicles at the moment. Yep. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, th I think there will always be or there'll, there'll be a growing percentage of people that will look at EV. And, and, but right now, uh, I, I think people would still, the vast majority of those who have gas guzzlers are going to look to get into uh, internal combustion engine vehicles that get better gas mileage than the vehicle they have at the uh, at the moment. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be looking at hybrids. Um, and for example, here, my Venza, which only comes in hybrid, gets 39 to 40 combined. Yeah. yeah so, so you're right. There are a lot of options on the market that are a lot more... 
traditional I, uh, and also effective than a gas. I, I mean, honestly, if I were to look at it as opposed to, I would look at a hybrid. I, I, I live in a condominium. I have no place to charge um, an, an electric vehicle. No, of my course, condominium of complex. Um, it's it's against the rules and regulations to to hoist a uh, an extension cord over the balcony off my balcony on the fourth floor. Um, it's so, clear. It's clear. It's hybrids. Yeah. Hybrids are certainly going to be what's going to what's going to be a, a hot commodity. Let's say the remainder of this year, because the other story that we have to talk about today, yeah, is the continued realization yes. that the chip shortage is not going to get better. We have updated data yes. from Automotive News, and it doesn't look so bad this week. But we have to be yeah, a bit well, forward it'll, it'll looking. Look, it'll look, you know, you, it, we need to be like the stock market, where you tell me I have to be forward looking. Well, you know, looking forward, it's going to get. It's going to get worse before it gets better again and that's because of the conflict in the okay i won't call it a conflict the war war in ukraine so only twelve thousand, or excuse me thirteen thousand one hundred vehicles were actually taken out of production yes this past week that's not the main story the story is obviously this it's ukraine supplies 70 percent of the world's output of neon a critical gas that runs lasers needed to manufacture microchips and we've already seen manufacturing plants in europe go out of commission take breaks Staff, don't come in. We have to turn off the plant because we're running out of supplies already. Wiring harnesses were another big piece that is uh, also short in supply. That's likely going to drive even more pressure on new car prices and likely used car prices as well. So our assessment, our, our what I'm starting to pick up from this conversation is used hybrid prices are like, going to go up. And you and I, damn it, Pops, we, we talked all last year about how we should have bought a damn full-size van. Do yeah. you want to stand? I'm. I'm at. Look me in the eyes. Do you want to buy a used hybrid right now and see what happens over the next two months? We can flip it. We can make money. What's the worst that happens? Oh, we could. We could have. We could have a YouTube TV show called Flip or Flop. Yeah, we can flip it. Yeah, come on. We got to stand behind our our expectation because we get we get we get some flake in the uh, flack. We get some flake and flack. We get some flick and flack and flake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we do all the time. Because oh, you change what's I happening. I can fill a cereal bowl with all the flax and flakes we get. Yeah. Maybe we got to actually do that. Maybe we got to stand behind and buy ourselves a hybrid. Either that. Hmm. Either that or we should be buying up some gas guzzling um, SUVs. And waiting for prices to come and back wait, down. And, and wait for gas to prices to come back down and then sell those things and make a fortune. Okay. Um I, I, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, certain prices are going to go up. Hybrids are going to go up. Um, high mileage, better gas mileage vehicles, prices are going to go up. Yep. Uh, you could see in on the new vehicle sector, you could see um, poor performing gas mileage wise, uh, larger SUVs and pickup trucks. Uh, you could see those prices coming down Absolutely. because the market's going to dry up for those, um, especially as gas continues to go up. And there's nothing to indicate that the, that the gas prices are going to come down anytime soon. Um, I know that there has been, I've read that there's been some talk that, that the White House is going to approach Saudi Arabia and ask them to, to increase production of, of their oil. Yep. Uh, resources uh, to help compensate for the lack of uh, Russian oil. Yeah. Um, you, you know, but if they don't, um, or if they only increase it moderately, 
uh, we're not going to see gas prices come down any anytime soon. We've got a, a uh, comment from Space in the chat suggesting that we should go pick up a Pacifica Hybrid. I think that would be a fun vehicle for us to get. Plus, then I could live that's out a, my future. That's a Stellantis. Uh, can't we? Can't can't we do a different one? <laughs> We've got MPEG in the chat saying people wait in a thirty-minute line at Costco to save a dollar, all while saying electric takes too long to recharge. Yeah, yeah it's an interesting. And think of how much gas you're wasting while you're waiting in line at uh, at Schmoab says, OMG, I took one look at the Costco line on Friday. No way. It's worth it. Interesting. Yeah, totally hear that. We had this post uh, back on the YAA community forum. Igor, thanks for, for posting this. Dealers are beginning to panic, being concerned about the future sales of V8 engine vehicles. It's the same conversation that we were having here. Um, my suggestion to YAA members to be bold and start negotiating on those gas guzzlers and don't take no for an answer until you can get a minimum of 500 to 750 in discount from MSRP. And on brands that have been negotiating already, ask for bigger discounts than previously Absolutely. before. This is what's so fascinating about the environment that we're in is broken down you can't paint with broad strokes right now in this market. No, you really, you really can't. You can't say car prices are going up, car prices are going down. And it changes weekly. It really, no. really does. Daily. Daily. It really does. You look at, if you go back to that chart from AAA with yeah. the gas prices, um, you'll, you'll, you'll notice uh, what, what the changes were just in a day. Okay? Five cents in a day. Uh, in a day. 20, 20 cents from a week, 28 cents in, in, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's going up a lot. And, and when it's this volatile and we're close to the 2008 record. Yes. And when it's this volatile, um, you know, it's, it's hard to make an accurate projection, but having lived through it in the past, I guarantee you people, that you know when they're filling up their truck and it's a hundred dollars to fill up their truck, yep. um, and and it used to only be forty, they're thinking to themselves, eh, I don't like this. Um, so that that people tend to, I don't want to say panic, but people tend to panic, and and they don't they don't oftentimes. Uh, put a lot of thought into what it is that they do before they go ahead and do it. I'm sitting here thinking, Dad. 653 for premium in LA. But that, you know, think of the weather. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, legitimately. Yeah. yeah. We could buy a hybrid. Yeah. Here in, in, in Maryland. Yeah. We could probably either ship it to California or drive it to California yeah. and sell it and I think make money. Yeah. And, and but you know what the good news is? Huh. In California, I mean, at six fifty three a gallon for premium, and and to take that vehicle and put it on the uh, space is on the money here, yeah, man. And, and to put it put it on a freeway there, which huh. is like, well, you so you're thinking, you know, it's six fifty three just to park it. That space <laughs> says, not moving on the freeway. I know you don't want a Stellantis product, but yeah. Pacifica Hybrid will get the seventy five hundred dollar EV tax credit. Yeah. Okay, and we'll get seven and a half percent off. Uh, MSRP is what space is seeing in the market right now. Come on, let's pull the trigger okay. and then let's drive to LA. Weather's nice. You just said it. And I let's did. take it. Let's take it to auction and let's sell it. Could we go to, you know, I'm more familiar with the San Diego area. Come on, that's a good idea. La, I haven't been to La Jolla in a long time. Plus, we have a cousin out there we could visit, Tyler. And we've got here 100% Zach. You'll be able to do the same in 30 days or less in Maryland as well. 
Yeah. Um, and Stellantis Chrysler Capital, you can sell the lease unrestricted. Wow. Chrysler's one of the few, excuse me, okay. excuse me, Chrysler Capital, one of the few uh, captive lenders and lease lessors, uh, lessors, excuse me, that's not limiting you to go back to the dealer or something like that. Okay. Well, well I guess we should go do it. Who do we, you know, who do I know in the Chrysler business? Here? I don't know. We're going to have to figure something out. Yeah. Now, We've got another story that I think is worth bringing up here. And yes. I actually think it's going to be today's first, um, if you want to toss the headphones on. You know I have trouble. With these I enjoy watching it every time. That was, folks, that's going to get a. All right, ready? Really? you, you got to be, be kidding, kidding me. me. Okay. Yeah. So we talked last week on yes. the YAA channel and here on the Ray and Zach channel, and it's been the news story everywhere. Ford Model E, what we're perceiving to be the push towards selling directly to consumer, even though Jim Farley has said we're relying heavily on our dealer partners. I, I can see right through that personally. Here's what we've got going on. Thank God you can. <laughs> I don't think you have to be that smart to see right through it. Here's what we've got going on. Yeah. Different state legislations uh, protect the existing franchise dealer relationship. Yes. And in some states, we're weakening those uh, re legislations with carve-out laws. And in other yes. states, we're hardening them. West Virginia car dealers negotiating changes to state franchise law. The West Virginia Automobile Dealers Association, also known as WVDA. There you have it. Wants some rules governing over-the-air updates. We talked about that a little yes. while back. Dealers yes, but are they concerned. did change. They did change. Bless their hearts. Hmm. They did change the language so that it would not be illegal to do an over-the-air update from the manufacturer directly to the vehicle. Let's hit on this next piece as well. Yeah. Dealers are concerned automakers may accept orders for new vehicles directly. So there's been... West Virginia's House of Delegates last week unanimously passed the bipartisan bill known as HB 4560, which was which is spearheaded by the local dealers association. The dealer association and automakers represented by the Alliance for Automotive Innovation are still negotiating the bill's language, which is likely to change as it advances in the legislature. An earlier version of the bill would have banned automakers from performing some over the air updates and potentially blocked them uh, by, from bypassing their dealers. And like you said, that piece of it has changed. A second provision would require automakers to provide dealers with a written disclosure that can be given to potential vehicle buyers or lessors, outlining which accessories or functions of the vehicle may be upgraded or maintained by the automaker through over their updates or other remote means, and any costs to the consumer. Now, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Yeah, they decided that, that it, 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 it wouldn't be fair to inconvenience the customer to make them take it to the dealership for an over-the-air update. And then we've got here, in West Virginia, vehicle reservations by automakers remain a source of tension and concern for the state's dealers association. Of course. Quote, we do not like the reservation system. We think that that's the camel's nose under the tent. It's not a phrase I've ever heard. I've before. never heard that. Okay, but... Uh, One second. Yeah. Wait, is that actually a saying? A small, seemingly innocuous act or decision that will lead to a much larger, more serious, and less desirable consequences. Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I think we have some major issues with that. We are okay if a consumer wants to reserve a car. We don't find it too burdensome to have uh, to have to make that reservation with the local dealer. So this is what you've got now. Over there, yeah. updates, we had uh, really some interesting proposed legislation got a little bit of pushback now west virginia is trying to ban the actual sale of vehicles directly to consumer harden the reality that you can't and, and they don't and they don't want the 
they don't want the uh, manufacturer to determine uh, through their reservation system as to which dealer is going to get the car. Yep. Um, now, I know the way Ford does it is, uh, as the consumer, you get the request which dealership, if and when your car ever gets built, yep. which dealership it gets delivered to so you can go pick it up. Um, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think we look at some of these things and, and we make them way more complicated than they really are. If, if for instance, the manufacturers in, in West Virginia, well, the manufacturers aren't really interested yeah. in selling directly. And if you're looking at even a Ford ICE vehicle, they're not. Yep. Okay. And even on the electric vehicle at this point, they're not. They're, 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 Ford is willing to take the reservation and allow you to decide what dealer you want it delivered to. And I think that's going to be the case just about anywhere. If you if you go to the manufacturer's site and place a reservation. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's a reservation. It's not a guarantee. Now let's just say this is, this is the first example we've seen of really digging heels in. And it will be interesting because it is going to go up. It's at, at present, it goes directly up against Tesla's model. Yes. It will eventually go up against, I think the Ford model E model for lack of a better term. So it is interesting to see the state of West Virginia dig in. All right, let's go back to the chat here, dad. We've got a few questions going on. Actar says, can I use 87 gas in my Lexus? And the chat you, you can if you don't want it to run well, yeah. And it says it's recommended to use premium. Can you speak to that for just a second? I well, know you're not a mechanic. but I, I am not a mechanic, and I did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I will tell you that every vehicle today has anti-knock sensors built into their engines. Um, and so there's software that can make adjustments uh, if the octane level is not up to what the manufacturer recommends. So if if they recommend 91 or 93 octane and you use regular at 87 octane, yes, you can do that. The engine won't run as efficiently as it was designed to. Kudos because, to Kyle in the chat. Yep. Because the the um, the knock sensors will adjust the performance of the engine. So the gas mileage won't be as good. Um, the, the engine uh, could develop... Uh, some issues later on from not using the proper octane gasoline, but you can, you, you know, but you're going to suffer if you do. Yep. Yep. All right. Now I, I just got to come back to this. Okay. We, we need to buy a, a hybrid Pacifica. Yeah. I think, I think let's go do it this week. You don't care how you fill out my week, do you? <laughs> let's go buy a hybrid Pacifica <laughs> yeah. this week. Space yeah. will help us. Thank you, space. Yeah. Then, then, in April, yeah, next month, once your lease is up, you know how you have that week? Let's drive to California and let's see if we can sell it and make money. Sure, sounds like <laughs> great fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, that's exactly what I was planning on doing. You know, I, I didn't want to get back to my condo at the shore and, and check on, on my kitchen remodel. Why would I want to do that? Hold it till midsummer. Okay, I'll hold it till midsummer. I think that's... Midsummer I'm not driving from the Jersey Shore to California in the middle of the summer. I'll when... drive it myself. It's my car. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. He got awfully ballsy there in a hurry, didn't he? <laughs> hey, it's my car. Oh, Neil reminding us you got to check the availability on joinyaa.com yeah. first. Yeah, we yeah. absolutely will. If we yeah. if we do buy a car, obviously we'll document the whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I could see a whole videography here, a video series. We've and, got uh, Roger this, saying this. This could. This is something that 
we you might find on Netflix. Potentially. Yeah. Gas Buddy is crashing. You know, it's interesting. I guess a yeah. lot of people are using Gas Buddy trying to find the cheapest gas in their yeah. area. Yeah. It's fascinating to think like that app will probably be extinct 50 years from now because people will be driving. driving yeah, because electric. they'll be looking for electric buddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, neighbor, can I plug in at your place instead? Yeah. All right, Pops, yeah. let's call it a show for here today. Again, yeah. the big news stories are gas prices going up, yeah. potentially EV tax credits based on what Joe Manchin said, which I thought was yeah. very interesting. You've got the Ford Model E push as well. Definitely watch that video back on the YAA channel if you haven't already. And then you obviously have what's going on in Ukraine and the challenge that that's now uh, posing on uh, automakers to be able to actually produce vehicles. Our expectation, in summary here, hybrid vehicles are going to be a hot, hot, hot hot commodity. Gas guzzlers, prices will probably stay high, but they're going to come down. Cold commodity. Yeah. Yeah. That's the MO. That's that's the take. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to want to get a good deal on something, uh, you're probably going to be able to get a good deal on that gas guzzler that gets you 15 miles to the gallon. Good luck with that. All right, Pops. Let's call the show. Thanks for your time, okay. as always. Um, actually, wait. Before we go. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I feel like this is only appropriate. Okay. Let's see. Vehicle search. Pacific hybrid. I don't want to do 500 miles. Let's do 25 miles. What's our zip code here? The hell do I know? I just live here. I think it's like two. I don't get mail here. And let's do a new one. Yeah, let's do new. Damn, these things are expensive. Yeah. All right, but there's a few. Wait, let me sort it by days on market really quick. Yeah. Uh, Days on market oldest. All right. Where is that? Fairfax? I don't want to buy a car in Virginia. Their dock fees are high. Yeah. Alexandria, Rockville. Here we go. This is probably at Dark Cars. There it is. Yeah. We will, we will, Rockville. Rockville. I don't know, man. I don't know. We might have to pick up one of these. Okay. What's well. space say? Six available units, nine day, oh, nine day supply. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. After Mario, today's show, it'll be down to a one day supply because everybody's going to be out trying to buy a hybrid now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll keep you posted. We'll see you all tomorrow at noon with news that you can use from YAA, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. That's the same advice my dad gives me at the blackjack table, Igor. It never works. Yeah. Never works. Yeah. Pull the trigger, buddy. See you guys. (laughs) Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.